I had a really great time, Zach. Good. It was so sweet that you cried when they freed Willie. No, no, I, I wasn't crying. I, I had a good and plenty in my eye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me walk you to your door. Well, here we are. No, I really like you, Zach. Which is why I think we shouldn't go out anymore. What? Look, to you, women are like baseball cards. Whoa, I got a Leslie Burke, now I want to trade her for a Susie Johnson and a redhead to be named later. Wait, wait. Maybe you're right. But it's only because... I'm afraid to get too close to a woman again. Again? No. No, I, I don't want to talk about her. Who? Kelly, Kelly Kapowski, who went out in high school. What happened? She... left me. Sorry, Zach, but everyone's been dumped before. No, no, you didn't let me finish. You see, when she left me, we were on a boat, a sailboat. It was very romantic. But then the weather started getting rough and the tiny ship was tossed. <laughs> if not for the courage of the fearless crew, the, 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 the Coast Guard crew, I, I would have been lost at sea, too. It was... Oh, that's horrible. She drowned? Don't drown. No, 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 no. I, I, I prefer to think she's swimming with the mermaids. Oh, Zach, I feel so badly for you. I have kept her picture with me. Well, not the exact picture. That one got all wet and wrinkly. Actually, these are reprints that I had made. Oh, she's so pretty. Yes. Yes, she was. She really was. God, if your life had a face, I would punch it. Yeah. Wait, what? Let me ask you something. Why would you make the point of saying someone's not a genius? You think I'm especially not a genius? Veronica, why are you pulling my dick? Suck my fat one, you cheap dime store hood. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another installment of The Greatest Moments in the History of Forever. I'm Zach. I'm Matt. And this is episode number 103, Say by the Bell, The College Years, season one, episode two, Guess Who's Coming to College. It's quite a title. Yeah, indeed. Technically, this is episode one, as the pilot was considered episode zero, but I kind of think that's bullshit. Right. So I'm calling it episode two. Yeah. That's the way it goes. Before we get too far into it, I should say, give credit where credit is due. You know what the people want to hear. The Showgirls episode. Huge numbers. Right out of the gate. Yeah. Hopefully, the Wild at Heart episode is following in the footsteps of that one. Yeah. But yeah, people really responded to the Showgirls episode. Well, why wouldn't they? There's a lot to respond to. As always, follow the show on Twitter at greatest pod and subscribe to the show on itunes and tell your friends and family about us (laughs) 
older family. Yeah, please. tell grandma right. about us. <laughs> that's that's you, our target demo. That's what you meant by older, right? Right, grandma. Yeah. yeah, I mean, here we are, post episode one hundred, and we're still kicking. Indeed, nobody thought it would last when we started out so long ago. Yeah, and many people are still saying it shouldn't have. Yeah, including people as on recently the show. as uh, yeah. this past weekend talking to some new potential listeners. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So the Say by the Bell, the college years pilot aired May 22nd, 1993. And then this episode aired September 14th, 1993. So this was basically the kickoff of the real season. I think we talked about this off mic before. Right. Where they did a farewell episode for Say by the Bell the regular series paired with the pilot of the college yes, years. Yes, I do remember talking about that, yeah. And it got picked up against all odds, and I don't well, know. They had a known moneymaker here. I guess. This was considered the sitcom sequel to Say by the Bell, and instead of airing on Saturday mornings like the original show, the college years aired in prime time on Tuesday nights on NBC. Which, which is weird. They, it's absurd. Right. They didn't really ratchet up the content much. I mean, the kids are in college now, but... I, I mean, there's certainly the things that they speak about, I guess, is a little bit edgier at times. It seems insane still. It seems like the, the kids are still on a show acting like it's for little kids. Obviously, this thing only ran for 19 total episodes to the surprise of no one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it takes place. Well, at, I'm a little bit surprised that it got picked up for that many. I know TV was a little bit different then. I guess they were a little more forgiving. It had stiff competition. I, guess, right, I mean, they probably did not have to put that much money into it. No, I mean, the sets were only slightly more varied than the original show, which had like three. Right. <laughs> it takes place at the fictional college of Cal U in, I guess, the San Francisco area, which was came as a surprise to me on oh, this okay. rewatch that yeah, it wasn't. all traveling. Yeah, it was not Southern Cal. They have a dorm advisor named Mike Rogers, played by Bob Golick, former NFL player for the Patriots, Browns, and Raiders. Kind of a weird guy to be in the mix here. Just a crazy mullet. He's supposed to be the heir apparent to Mr. Belding. You don't really get that same magic. Right, and the character itself doesn't really make sense. It's like, <laughs> well, who, yeah, I know. What who is, is this 40-year-old man that right. is just their... R.A. It's like, what? What is happening here? Why is he always around? Right. I, I don't know. It Does he weird. live in the dorm? It seems like Doesn't it. Doesn't he have a family? He's always around. <laughs> I'm not getting that he has a family. <laughs> oh, no. A lot of darkness. Right. I think in the show, though, he's playing a former linebacker of the San Francisco 49ers, which is a team he didn't play for in real life, but he's playing a former NFL player. Right. Now he's back in school getting his education. Getting a master's degree. Yeah. We find out. Okay. So the only holdovers originally were Zack Slater and Screech. I guess the Just the dudes. Yeah, the they were the only OG cast members to originally sign on for the show and appear in the pilot. The ladies were the newcomers. We have Leslie, Alex, and Danielle. However, after the pilot, Danielle was written off the show. And I would say, oddly enough, of the three new actresses, Essence Atkins, who played Danielle, is probably the most recognizable. As she's since appeared in Smart Guy, How High, Dance Flick, the Are We There Yet TV series, 
a haunted house one and two. <laughs> That's quite a. Well, it's a little bit of a run compared. Right. Oh, well, the, I get it. Yeah. The on. other two, where do you know them? From? I don't know. The redhead Nothing. is standing the on top by of the a, Bell Married in Vegas movie. The redhead is standing on top of a building in Independence Day when it gets destroyed. If oh, you that's that. right. Yeah, I do remember that. She's a star. <laughs> the uh, blonde, Leslie, she turned down a part in the wedding in Vegas movie. They offered it to her and she turned it down. She was like, yeah, no thanks. She was still bitter about how this all plays out. Well, understandably <laughs> so. It should be pointed out that the title of this episode is a play on Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, the 1967 film starring Sidney Poitier, an insanely important film in regard to race relations in this country and the acceptance of interracial marriage. So yeah, I mean, this shitty episode of a Say by the Bell spinoff is worthy of that legacy, I think, especially when they had just kicked the only black actress oh, right. off the show. <laughs> it's, we're going to go ahead and co-op that title for our tv episode now yeah, that we've that, gotten rid of the black girl that is a weird move it's like especially with no lisa turtle power or <laughs> lisa turtle power no lisa turtle <laughs> i'm leaving anymore. it as lisa turtle power yeah that's a good nod to our old band well i think that the danielle character was like kind of the replacement that's what leslie is the kelly right alex was gonna probably be the jesse and right. Danielle was going to be Lisa, and then now when the season actually gets underway, and they bring Someone Kelly came in, crawling back, <laughs> yeah, things weren't going After so well. Being too big, <laughs> she was big time in uh, Bayside and Saved by the Bell. <laughs> yeah, she didn't have that showgirls money. <laughs> <laughs> so Tiffany Amber Thiessen comes back into the mix, and then instead of getting rid of Leslie or Alex, they get rid of Danielle. Maybe, I mean, who knows? We don't know the whole story. Maybe Essence Atkins didn't want to do the show. Maybe she got offered something she else. She was like, yeah, no thanks. I Not don't know. But it seems weird that they replaced her of the three to bring Kelly in. So, I don't know, let's get to the show itself. Kind of an insane premise. I mean, this shared co-ed dorm that they have is huge. A, would you agree or no? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and B, chicks and dudes. I know, it's nuts. And the, I mean, they're As supposed freshmen. to be Yeah, they're supposed to be like maybe 19. You know, <laughs> it's pretty nuts. Can you think about if you were just living in a shared suite basically with three chicks, one of them being Kelly Kapowski? Well, we'll get to that in a yeah, minute. Yeah, I mean, how could you even live? Well, that's the weird thing is this show has such an odd juxtaposition of its chaste, like, non-sexual vibe that they go for, basically television aimed towards children. But then there's little things like that where you're like, well, that's weirder than it is in real life. Right. <laughs> that's more erotic than it is in real life. So what are they... More erotic. <laughs> that's an erotic situation. I would agree, yeah. <laughs> a little... Softcore pornography could definitely start out this way. Well, especially like these girls are just walking around in their skimpy pajama outfits, like in the middle shared room area. Oh, all kinds of wild stuff would be I happening know. in yeah. there. Let's get to it. I mean, this is a show that was rated, at least according to Hulu, which I think just kind of has the original broadcasts. I don't think every episode was ne necessarily rated this way, but the one we watched was rated Y7. This is a show in prime time airing That's at like 8 o'clock. Nuts, yeah. Why 7? What was the stuff that was on TGI Friday or T TGIF? Was well, that like this or what, do you think that he had a more explicit rating? You could, 
I mean, just for the sake of not burying your own show, you could have been like, well, let's give it a TVG. Right. Because G looks bad enough, but I think there are other shows like Full House or, you know, something like that that would potentially have that as a rating. Now, I don't remember exactly when TV ratings started. Me so neither. So it probably I, was after this. That's this what was, I thought. Yeah. This was potentially from a rerun or something that you see that rating on Hulu. True, yeah. I, I don't really remember seeing TV ratings until later than this. But it's a good indication of what kind of content now, is I was on this show. six when this was airing, so... <laughs> so you actually weren't old enough. Right. <laughs> I definitely never saw this while it was airing. Oh, I, I watched... I, I saw it. The reruns. I watched every episode when it aired. Good I for was you. all I mean, in. That's really yeah, impressive. Which is strange because I never actually watched Say by the Bell on Saturday mornings. I think because I'd never understood that that's when it was on. That's when it was new. Because I definitely started watching Say by the Bell in reruns prior to when the show ended in ninety three or whatever. Yeah. But I don't think I realized, oh, they have new episodes on Saturday mornings. I never put that together it is weird i mean whatever was going on with these chicks obviously you got jesse spano going off to be a big movie star you got <laughs> tiffany amber Thiessen. she wants to try a couple things you know see what's out there lisa turtle who knows i like I, that I, you're referring to them by their character names right well you know that's what we know them by obviously they weren't making like a ton of money but i feel like there was a decent bump in pay to go from like what they were doing to like this being like a primetime show definitely right Definitely. And then these girls are just scoffing at that. I mean, well, it's possible that it wasn't offered to all of them. That's true. It that's definitely a possibility because maybe they wanted it to seem a little they different. They wanted to freshen up the squad a yeah. little bit, bring some new know. blood in there. But I mean, this show was competing with kids drinking and fucking and doing drugs and having eating disorders on 90210 and they're too afraid to even have the faintest hint that some of these characters might be having sex with each other. Well, right. Although it's like, it is a little bit jarring when you hear Bob Golick be like, yeah, there was a wet t-shirt contest supposed to be going on here. It's kind of weird. I guess even the idea of a wet t-shirt contest at this point is kind of like, wow, that seems fucked up. <laughs> you know? I do think that there was just kind of a little bit of inconsistency with whatever they were trying to go for. I mean, you can definitely envision in the vein of even the original series, like a wet t-shirt contest being a Zach Morris scheme. Mm. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if they would have said that on Saturday morning. Well, no, I know, but it, you can just see, you know, his sort of sleaziness, <laughs> you know, be, being behind something like that. Not Certainly not that it would actually, like, happen. Well, well yeah, it, yeah. Well, obviously, yeah. yeah, but I don't know. I don't know if they would have said those words. I though. know, right. It, it is. Well, I know. Even seeing it on this, I feel like, is weird. Yeah, because if you're saying that it's Y7, so seven-year-olds are watching That's it, what it's like, well, what are they thinking of what teacher oh, contest Oh, I know, right, means? yeah. Simply, I mean, they're not getting it, obviously, well, yeah. but right. I don't know. It is weird. In all fairness, though, in, you know, 93, this show is having to compete with the uh, brief nudity on NYPD Blue, which oh, yeah. also premiered that year. I mean, imagine having to compete with Dennis Franz's bare ass. Imagine Tiffany Amber Thiessen, they just show her bare ass. <laughs> That would be like the primetime <laughs> moment of the decade. Honestly, people would I haven't like, stopped thinking about her. That would ass. be like such a huge story. It would definitely be on the news that morning. Like this is going to air tonight. Everyone would be everyone like 
dudes, chicks, doesn't matter. Everyone <laughs> is crowding around their TV with their family to see this. Well, I have a lot of thoughts on how they handle the Kelly character. And yeah, if they would have opened on her like in a shower situation like they did with the NYPD Blue stuff. And right. it was just like, whoa, that would have j- shaken people's world to their core. Yeah. I don't know if they could have gotten away with it, though. I calling it so. Calling it Saved by the Bell. Right. <laughs> a lot of kids would wanting to be watching. <laughs> this Plus, is not your parents Saved by the Bell. I do think NYPD Blue definitely aired after 10. So it wasn't uh, it wasn't really on the same time slot. Well, let's just get to it because, you know, we're really deep into it now. But this show starts with a cold open, unlike the original Saved by the Bell, where we see a little bit of the action before we get to the theme song. Yes, which is always fun. I enjoy a good cold open. And so we have Zach with, like, his long hair looking a little bit thicker than the old days. He got, like, real buff for, like, the last season of... You know, the regular Saved by the Bell, and now he was kind of like... More like rugged. Yeah, letting himself go just a little bit. Just little, a little bit. Just a, He was letting the uh, Eddie Vedder influence right. come into yeah. his, his clothes and whatnot. Definitely didn't dress the same. No. <laughs> so we have Zach talking to the camera, so we know nothing's changed much since uh, the original True. show. Yeah, he still has his powers, right? He has the ability to stop time or not? I don't That's remember that That's completely gone. Okay. I don't know. It's possible, Maybe. but yeah. I don't. Re- I don't remember right. it. And he's making breakfast for himself and this new girl, Leslie. It should be mentioned, I guess, that kind of the primary focus of the pilot was Zach's initial infatuation and pursuit of this Leslie girl. And she shares. She's one of the girls who shares his dorm suite. Well, that so does of course make everybody's this, um, all together. It does make this episode interesting and. I think we've talked about this before, and I I did watch this a little bit again last summer, so I'm not too far removed from some of this stuff. But my memory of this show, and maybe it's just watching things in syndication, and sometimes you see things out of order, but like my memory is that Zach dated Leslie for like a while. That was like running story for episodes. And then Kelly shows up, and it's fucking weird. Now, they kind of play it like that a little bit, but it's it's only the second episode that Kelly shows back up. I totally and that's weird. I agree with you, and I guess that's just kind of how kids' minds work. Yeah. No, I know you just said you watched it last summer, but your intelligence right. last summer was probably where mine was as like a ten-year-old no, watching no. this. I that's when kidding. I first had this moment. Yeah, this, <laughs> I was kidding. like, what? I was like, no, no, this, I know this all happens in the second episode. Right. Yeah, I felt the same way whenever. I put this episode on. But when you're watching it, though, they do kind of play it like, okay, they've had this ongoing thing for a while. Meanwhile, he's just asking her out on this first date. Yeah, well, the concept of time on this show makes no Here we sense. Go. Yeah. Because everything seems to be happening on the same day, and then people keep registering for classes, which should have probably happened months ago, or at least weeks ago, and then they keep changing their whole schedules. And like you said, we're not sure how much time has passed since the pilot, because we're being told that a character transferred to another school. So what, she transferred wow. after a day? Yeah. One day she was just like, I got to get away. From these white people? Yeah, good <laughs> Lord. They're insane. It's so bizarre to try to figure out how much time is taking place during the course of the episode, between the first episode and the second episode. Nothing makes sense. But here we are. Zach's making breakfast. He says, lucky for me, the girl next door is next door. And he takes it over. And instead next door, of the girl next door lives with me, really. Yeah, that's that's another thing that kind of carries over from the original show. The jokes don't make sense. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
instead of being able to have these pop tarts and coffee that he's put together for himself, yeah, some with uh, breakfast. Leslie, Alex, the redheaded girl who lives in the girl's half, she takes his and kind of, I guess, cock blocks him a little bit. Now, how would you describe the Alex character? Like, supposed to be dumb? Well, you could kind of make that argument for a lot of the characters on the show. (laughs) It's weird how when you take the zaniness of Saved by the Bell and you take it out of the confines of Bayside, how ridiculous everyone seems oh i know you're like is everyone a total idiot right <laughs> well I, I mean i don't want to get it into it too much but like i, I do remember always listening to go bayside and she, you know april richardson the host would always kind of talk about these college years episodes she's like oh well, i don't even want to touch that because it's, it's different it was in prime time it kind of seemed like she would insinuate that the show was a lot different but it really doesn't feel very different i mean it feels as dumb <laughs> on the same level as that first run to me yeah, obviously the big difference is no belding and some of the girls are different. Right, but I just mean I the do overall think that I, feel of the interactions. No, that's not different. I mean, I would say I prefer the high school years. But well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is essentially the same. I think the first two episodes, the pilot and Guess Who's Coming to College, they are less weird than the show ends up getting when they introduce that Dean character and then Mr. Lasky. True. Mr. Lasky, I think, comes into the mix like pretty early. Yeah, I think he's in the next episode. And he has like a whole run. Yeah, and he kind of dates Kelly, yeah, which is really that odd. That is weird. And also... When I was reading the episode uh, descriptions for a lot of the other episodes, there are a lot of weird storylines. I think Kelly like quits school to just work at a sports bar at some point. I mean, it's pretty I might need, Yeah, I might need right. to get back into it. Yeah, it kind of sounds figure, fun. See where it all goes. Maybe we need to do a full run with the, the series. But it's strange that, again, you have that juxtaposition of these sexless teens, late teens, early 20s almost. Sexless. And yeah, Well, they I, never they act like kissing is a big deal, and they never even hint that they might be having sex, and yet right. she's dating a professor and then working at a bar. It's just like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Kelly's fucking everybody. (laughs) You would think. Yeah. I mean, I I would think that she'd be getting a lot of attention. And it is one of those things, though. If you're this Leslie chick and say you're really into Zach and then Kelly Kapowski shows up. Right. Well, we'll get there. We're still Uh, on the opening scene. (laughs) Kelly hasn't shown up. yet. So I just want to point out. Okay, so Zach asks Leslie out to dinner for later that night and then. She shuts the door or whatever, and he says, Pop-Tarts, you know, rumor has it that's how Lyle Lovett snagged Julia Roberts. And he says that to camera. Who is this joke for? I don't know, but Lyle Lovett did marry Julia Roberts in June of 93, so that's a wow, very, very fresh, topical joke, yeah. fresh joke for September of 93. They ended up divorcing in March of 95. That, of course, that relationship gets referenced all right. the time. It's kind it's of very bizarre. His- historically known as being the hot chick dating just the monster how would you feel if you were lyle love it would you think would you get like annoyed at that after I'd a while be completely fine with it yeah you fucked julia roberts and you were married to yeah her. that's right i mean i know what i look like so if you have that legend kind of associated with you i feel like it's a compliment i mean i think for the sake of sanity and to keep this from being like two hours long we can kind of skip over a lot of the stuff with Bob Golick's character and yeah, his mullet. Yeah, completely unnecessary. His interactions with Screech. Never I mean, fun. His interactions with Slater. Especially in these first two episodes where the primary focus is like Zach and Leslie and then like a triangle of Zach, Leslie, and Kelly. 
the other characters seem so unimportant. You're oh, just absolutely. Like, you're like, who cares about these people? Right. I think they eventually try to take a more group approach in other episodes, but I think even more so than the original Say by the Bell in these first two episodes, there's way more emphasis just on Zach and the other characters barely matter. Well, if you were to take an overall look at the original series, maybe you would reach that conclusion, but I think there's plenty of other examples throughout the original run of Say by the Bell. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I get it because Screech is so awful. I'm trying to remember because it does feel like they try to have Screech even less involved now. But I don't know. It, it's weird, though, because they're like, well, we got to have him in the show. <laughs> yeah. This this dude seems like he fits in on a prime. There's time such show. a demand. Right. <laughs> Kelly Kapowski finally shows up looking like a goddamn dream. Just unbelievable. Oh, right. Yeah. The hottest of all time. Maybe. Certainly. I mean, in, she's in the conversation. <laughs> She's definitely in the conversation. Right. I feel like her arrival should have been treated like a bigger deal, like an unveiling. Okay. Let me put it into perspective. In the pilot, the first time Screech is on camera, he gets a fucking applause break. Okay, they don't from have... From the fake there's studio no audience. no fake studio audience reaction to her no. showing up? Oh. There's silence. They need it. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's not good. You're right. That was not well executed. And I think they were potentially worried. I guess they picked the show up after the pilot. Maybe they were worried about ratings. They wanted to make a bigger splash. It was no secret that Kelly was on the show. Okay. I remember specifically well, everyone she's in knew the it opening was happening. credits, right? Or yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone knew this was happening. This was no secret. I was 10, and I knew It was this. big news. I remember talking about this with my sisters and my cousins and stuff. We were all real into Say by the Bell, and we were excited for this new show to start. And I can distinctly remember my one cousin talking about Tiffany Amber Thiessen being like, she said that she was done with Saved by the Bell now. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what you said, she right. kept crawling back. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was probably some stupid fake interview in Tiger Beat or something. Oh, yeah. It wasn't even like a real thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> now here she is on the college years oh, crawling yeah. back. So there was no secret to it. I think that they should have tried to have a moment, like a surprise thing and not revealed that she was going to be on the show right whoa here's kelly out of nowhere and then the crowd goes crazy and then it's a big thing it said she's just wandering through a busy crowded hallway and not drawing attention from anybody right dudes are ignoring her in the hall she's trying to get people's attention because she's lost which is a recurring theme throughout the episode oh, right. that she yeah. doesn't know where she is somehow. Now, I mean, I guess I can imagine a si- situation where there's a hot chick wandering around and she stops to ask me for directions and I'm just like confused and I just walk away. And, and you start crying. Right, don't acknowledge it. I'm like, she wasn't talking to me, right? <laughs> yeah, so nobody seems to care, but I, I'm also kind of confused by this hallway situation. It's supposed to be their dorm room right there. Right. But it seems more like a high school hallway as if there's classrooms because there's just people kind of wandering around as if they're like going to a class oh yeah so they're kind of making it seem as if your dorm could be right next to classrooms and stuff (laughs) yeah a lot of foot traffic on their hall yeah bob (laughs) golick just kind of wandering as he does yeah she meets up with mike rogers and she's asking for zach morris and all this stuff and she's his response is i've already canceled the wet t-shirt contest which we as we talked about is kind of wild for a Y7 show. I would agree. Yeah, I mean, it seems pretty nuts. I mean, I guess like it's one of those things where they just kind of throw that line out and it's like, oh, ha, ha. But it's, he thinks that Tiffany Amber Thiessen was there 
for a wet t-shirt contest. <laughs> At which point he was like, oh, I already canceled the wet. Actually, the wet t-shirt contest is down the hall. <laughs> and this is, I believe, pre-job for TAT. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. I remember it, it was still like a little bit real of a good, different though. look on Beverly Hills 90210. Right. Yeah, which we're probably going to have to get into at some point, yeah. just for Val. One, one of her episodes. She does say that she's been lost for three hours, which is an absurd amount of time. Right. And then Mike just picks her up. Kind of an insane move. And he puts his hands kind of like right up under her breast. I guess so they kind like of a... even get like pushed up a little bit. Obviously, wow. I'm a creep. Yeah. And I've paid attention to her boobs getting pressed up a little bit when he grabs her and right. puts her in the air. Well, we but we all know that. We get a little bit of a woo from the crowd. Yeah. There's a woo. tiny woo. Woo? Like a little <laughs> yeah, tiny right. one. And you're um, like, what are we supposed to take I, from that? I don't know. I feel like I, I would be Was that a somebody going rogue? Do the, you think there was the a live that audience? Put in the, the woos. Oh, maybe a, a little bit of a live audience, a real live audience. Because it didn't sound like something canned because it was so Why would minor. they can it just one so little minor. Because there was kind of like an audible laugh, like noise, kind of oh, like a little whoa noise. And then you, <laughs> just in the middle of that, you hear like, whoo. Now, the idea of uh, Mike Rogers <laughs> just picking up Kelly Kapowski and carrying her. I mean, I guess in like a pre-Me Too world, <laughs> you could see things like this happening. It seems nuts to me. I'm going to just scoop up this 19-year-old girl and throw her over my shoulder. He didn't throw her over his shoulder. He just <laughs> holds her, I would say, above the waist on her okay. sides. That just, seems like, worse to me. Picks her up and puts her down <laughs> kind of thing. He doesn't put her over his shoulder. <laughs> so she just shows up at this dorm room, this suite, and Screech is the only one there, and Screech has a wet T-shirt callback. We find out she was on the waiting list to get into this school, and you're just like, how much of a dummy is Kelly? <laughs> you know, one of those things that's addressed – in the early episodes of the show of her being poor. And I just feel like they really kind of like associate poorness with dumbness. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. They kind of gave her a pretty big cross to bear when you look at everything. Cause it's, she's not only the hottest chick of all time, but she's also has a lot of brothers and sisters and kind of ha has some money issues. Cause her dad gets laid off. And then there is an early episode where she's tutored by screech and it's kind of implied that she's a little bit of a ditz and maybe dumb. Certainly. Yeah. So a lot going on, right? Screech has the idea for her to move into their suite because he says one of the girls just transferred. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which we talked about. It. So that girl went to this school for, what, an hour and a half? And right. was like, I got to get out of here. Now, this is just a nut premise, though. It's like... That Screech has enough power at this university oh, to just plus... decide who can live where. Right, but even allowing that. I mean, if you're Zach, wouldn't you be like, Screech, what the fuck? Well, he is like that. I know. <laughs> but at the same time, I kind of come up from the other side where it's like, I, I find it absurd that he gets mad about this. Well, I find yeah, anything anti-Kelly absurd. Right, but I mean, you also, you don't have this uh, history with her. Well, that's the thing I couldn't remember was the last episode of the regular series. Like, how did their relationship leave off? I, I guess the I implication know. is that they've separated now to start college. Yeah, I guess so. And like, for whatever reason, she's decided to keep it a secret that she's going to show up at Cal U. I mean, I can't imagine, like, we're all living in a, a dorm and one of your ex-girlfriends shows up. I mean, <laughs> God, the bridges that had to be burnt in between that time period. And I'm like, yeah, I said she could move in. It's an instant right. multiple homicide <laughs> suicide situation. Yeah. <laughs> so Kelly says, listen, let's not tell Zach, okay? I want to surprise him. And I say to that, where's her stuff? She just has nothing. 
Well, that's again, it's the poor thing. Well, later she does unpack stuff, but it's like, where did it come from? She's not carrying. Uh, T.J. Maxx. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some of my questions overall for this premise of the show is, why would Screech be at this school? I know that socially Screech is an idiot, but he did build his own robot. He's supposed to be a genius. Why is he going to the same school as A.C. Slater and well, Kelly Kapowski? Well, the interview. Yeah, I, I think it's the Asperger's thing. He just can't. You know, they have the, the whole interview part at like these Ivy League schools. <laughs> oh, so this was before a time where they were able to right. recognize his needs, his yeah. special needs. Why would Zack and Slater want to live with him, though? They clearly hate him and have always hated him, and he is completely unbearable. They have this long friendship with him, and they just have to keep him in the mix. I guess. I, I don't, otherwise just a crazy a, amount of loyalty right. yeah. <laughs> to someone who's never added any value to the friendship. Well, the one <laughs> thing that they add is if, if you're always in a situation where you're always, there's always three dudes and always three chicks, if you're Zach, you're like, I'm always one, and Slater's like, I'm always two and like kind of competing for one. Right. I mean, you always have that other dude, the Duff, you know, <laughs> that's Screech. All right. So we cut to a scene of everyone picking classes. And again, this is not the pilot and they've already been moved in now for some time. Shouldn't this have been done already? You would think. One would I think. never had an experience where the semester is starting and everyone's just then picking their classes. That's not how anything works. I feel like a lot of shows use stuff like this, like made things seem at school like they were away and then you found out that they are not that way. Yeah. Right. I mean, I obviously we're kind of nitpicking, but I mean, I guess that's kind of the point. Right. Of the show. But it's like I feel like you could easily have a college-based show where you didn't even have to address so much about the picking of classes. Well, this true, is, yeah. This ends up being a huge was, plot point. Again, he's doing the Zach Morris schemes kind of thing. Gotta it's have like, a scheme. Right. Alex is the worst. She's wearing a beret. And she wants to get into a mime class, which is absurd. There's oh, yeah. clearly no such thing. Right. Slater gets his schedule pre-filled in with easy classes because he's a jock mr rogers mike he is registering for undergrad classes to get his master's degree which i don't even want to get into that's so please dumb. no move so on stupid right leslie comes up to zach and says i got all the courses i wanted what did you get and he says i got anthropology english and a brand new pair of 501s that you're going to love tonight <laughs> Well, those are like really generic classes, right. first of all. Yeah. But then the 501s that you're going to love, that's the reason I wrote that down. It's like, what? This girl is going to really care about your jeans? Yeah. All the jeans they I wear on this show look the same, and they're terrible. Right. <laughs> they're like terrible 90s jeans. Yeah. Yeah, Leslie's her pussy's going to get real wet looking at those acid wash bullshit jeans you got, Zach. Some Shut up. odd wardrobe choices i would say <laughs> a lot of brown shoes right. in this show <laughs> did you notice that yeah <laughs> i feel like it kind of fits the aesthetic though well they wanted to look more mature you know a lot of neon and sporty stuff in the original series True. they couldn't wear that stuff now right no Had more to look hot sunday leotards no 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 leslie bumps into kelly but they don't know each other yet so this is a little bit of foreshadowing of the two of them you know coming together right facing off it really is like face-off, the movie, between these two. Yeah, they, they have like an operation. Yeah, they exchange faces. <laughs> and Zach just misses Kelly, so we're you know we're obviously setting up for 
some sort of funny reveal that we don't know yet. <laughs> I guess Zach and Leslie go out on some kind of a date, and so we cut to them getting back to their suite, and she says, I thought it was so sweet that you cried when they freed Willie, which is a pretty good joke, Also, I guess. yeah, kind of reminds me of myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how emotional I get during is it just movies. I guess they had pop culture references in the original series, but it, re- between this and the Lyle Lovett thing, it seems like they're really like time stamping. Way this more, I definitely way more. I mean, most of the references in the older series was like to things that were made up, <laughs> not or real. more evergreen, right? Because I mean, later in this episode, I think there's talk of an REM concert, and so that's more of an evergreen reference. Leslie likes Zach, but backs away from it and kind of decides, you know, maybe she doesn't think they should see each other anymore. And she makes some terrible joke about guys like Zach treating women like baseball cards. It stinks. A good point, though. (laughs) A lot of truth in that point. This prompts Zach to concoct some lie about his high school ex named Kelly drowning so that he'll appear sympathetic, I guess. I don't really understand how this... Li- I mean, this is something that... I'm not even accusing this of just being a say by the bell it's thing. It's an elaborate... It, it's something that happens in shows where people angle. will be like, oh, my girlfriend or somebody died, and they this somehow parlays into the girl they want to like them liking them. I don't know how that actually yeah, works. Yeah, it's like when you're like, yeah, I'm a camp counselor at a camp for special needs kids. <laughs> well, that might work. Right. But if some girl told me that her high school boyfriend died, I'd be like, well, I can't talk to you anymore. Because <laughs> you never know when they're going to bring it up and get sad. Yeah, it's I mean, like, come oh, on. I don't want to hear about that. What if she was like, my dad died? I'd be like, I'm your dad now. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we do that already? I don't that know. We're repeating <laughs> jokes. jokes. That's a, every episode. Like, that's a callback. Right. So he even shows Leslie a picture. So we, as the audience obviously know where this is going (laughs) as soon as he shows her the picture of kelly we're like all right well Well, we know what's about to happen so they kiss and then kelly walks in and she's like guess who and i will say that as you kind of have touched on a little bit zach in a modern light in a post me Too world i mean he basically is always tricking girls in some way or another yeah but i mean i guess you could say that like well in Say by the Bell world, it's like he's tricking girls to kiss him, which isn't the... It's not great, but it's not as bad as Well, that's true, things. yeah. <laughs> you know, he plays like a rapist in some Lifetime movie with Candace Cameron okay, around this well, time Okay, well, that's period, the thing. That's so. where it was all heading. <laughs> Obviously, Leslie is pissed, and Kelly is perky and cheerful as I ever. Mean, kind of oblivious. I come just kind of flying into this situation like, Hey, Zach, like, I, you know, I really miss you, and I, I feel like we need to get it going again. Like, she's really kind of peppy about the whole thing. Well, she really? seems fine with the fact that Leslie could potentially be his new girlfriend at first. And you kind of get the feeling that she's almost as much of a sociopath as Zach is. I, I would say so, yeah. And that goes back to even the original series when they would – the two of them were constantly – after Zach's initial meltdown, true, when they broke up, right. After that, they both were very fine with whatever happens, happens. And yeah, they would certainly have like these little storylines where they'd kind of have these little run-ins. It seemed like anytime they got away from the school, there was always like the possibility <laughs> of a rekindling. Whether well, yeah, it's a Palm I mean, Springs weekend, a Malibu Sands run, 
there's always that little, you know, I obviously in Malibu Sands, there's the whole thing where he's with a uh, Leah Remini, but there's that episode where he judges the whatever contest. Well, right. But Kelly's fine that he's just dating Leah Remini and even talks to Leah Remini about it or whatever. Oh, right. And then, you know, Zach is fine in that one episode where Kelly and Slater almost start to date and Kelly's fine when Zach and Lisa, you know what I mean? Like they kind of like paint it in a way that like dating doesn't matter. Right. Which well, is weird. It just seems like, that they're both completely psychopaths. Like, yeah, that's just something that happens. You date for a while and then you break up and it's just no big deal and you move on and you're all still friends. That was not my experience. No. No. But she shows up kind of acting that same way is what I mean. It's not yeah, even true. that she's like, oh, you're we're right. going to be boyfriend, girlfriend again. It's just she's all fine. Leslie's on the other it hand. It turns is, quickly, though, I would say. Right. That's the absurdity of this episode. This is all completely ludicrous. Zach is mad about her living there, and he's mad at Screech. But it's like, this is the hottest fucking chick on the planet. She doesn't hate Zach. Zach doesn't seem to hate her. If there's even a chance of rekindling this, it's like, what are you ta- What, what well, are you doing? I know, just but get back together with Kelly. True, but you're thinking about her just, you know, marching through your living room with like whatever dude she's with at the time i mean you would just be like seething you know i know probably end up killing myself (laughs) (laughs) but think about it from this perspective though kelly as we know has a lot of brothers and sisters in the original run and (laughs) i say true i'm like where is this going well it seems that both of their families might have been a little bit conservative i don't know i'm just thinking like maybe obviously i think they probably lost their virginities to each other but i don't know how much you know, screwing they actually did. Now they're in college, have all this freedom. It's like Zach could have his tongue up her ass like twenty four seven now. Well, I mean, it's tough with the whole. She's just crew like around. She's just sitting on his face in the common room yeah, and screeches is like, jacking What's off. Up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just think it's kind of crazy that they probably have so much pent up sexual frustration from being high school kids, and it's like now we have this freedom. We're adults. And he's pissed that she's here. Well, I mean, to be fair, though. Leslie is a fine-looking woman. I would be happy to date Leslie, but she's not Kelly. We at least know that there were nights that they spent all night kissing, because that's referenced. Yeah, that's kind of what I mean about this show. How did they think they were going to compete in primetime? Exactly. (laughs) Primetime is filth. All they do is make sex jokes. This wholesome entertainment comes on. It's going to get run over. (laughs) (laughs) they were competing in a time slot against full house but as far as wholesome goes you're not gonna beat full house so forget it (laughs) yeah they they didn't have a prayer cut to the student dining area zach is practically on his he actually is on his knees begging leslie she's not having it so zach comes up with a scheme to take all the same classes as her now, once again, no one is reacting to this the correct way at all. I mean, as soon as Kelly came back and, and he gets a look, I just feel like you're right. He would be like, wow, I got to get this going again. I've got a normal human being. I need a scheme. Well, they definitely go to prom together, although there are two prom episodes of Save because Save by the Bell is it's a, terrible. A show for idiots right. and doesn't make any sense and there's no continuity. But anyway, essentially in the graduation episode, they are a kind of a couple. They never really reference what's going on at the beginning of the college years, probably because they didn't expect to have Tiffany Amber Thiessen. So a normal human being, 
if that was Zach or Kelly, which they're not, obviously, <laughs> would be sad and would have been upset to like have to break up with their girlfriend or boyfriend to go into college. Yeah. Really, you're thinking like only a summer has passed. A summer in which they probably, probably fucked out. a bunch. Right. And now it's only the second day of school. Or whatever. Yeah. We don't know. Again, they sometimes <laughs> yeah. it seems like weeks have gone by, right. and then sometimes it's hours. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, I think it's crazy. That, it's basically as if we never broke up. Yeah, I would have been like, oh, thank God. <laughs> that would have been my reaction. Right. I would have probably started crying tears of joy. <laughs> I would have been, like, so happy. But, Leslie, I, I can't figure out her stake in this whole thing either. Is she into Zach? Is she kind of like... I think they were originally writing it for her to be into him and then they kind of had to make a u-turn but in this episode she is kind of still into him right and i would kind of be interested to see what her role is in the rest of this series i think there is a time where they maybe do date though because we know that kelly Kelly dates dates the professor yeah i don't know i don't really want to have to rewatch these episodes though they're not fun i don't know i'd give it a go (laughs) um but yeah, that is weird because it's like, what are we just doing the the same thing again? Kelly succumbing to the charm of an older man once again. <laughs> yeah, just like, just like old, Jeff. Right. Fucking Jeff. I'm sure it all ends with Lasky or whatever dancing with another girl. <laughs> At the attic. Yeah. Because <laughs> Kelly wasn't putting out. <laughs> Zach tells his scheme to Slater, which of course Leslie ends up overhearing. And so now he's going to change his whole schedule to match up with Leslie's classes And it's like, what is it with this school and scheduling and rescheduling and class registrations? They make it seem like... I know, you'd think at some point, like, the guidance counselor or something is just like, enough! This is pre-computers. This would be so much more harder to keep doing this. We kind of get a scene of some girl time. Kelly's unpacking all of these stuffed animals and shit. And Leslie's kind of embarrassed of it. But Kelly is so earnest and kind of unashamed. Well, that's of the anything. one thing about Kelly is she is always sweet. She just sits on the bed and like grabs one of the stuffed animals, and she's just like, you know, it really just makes me feel safe and think of home because this place is so new and big. <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay. I, that is weird. Right? You're just like, yeah, okay, we get it, but usually people don't admit that out loud. Yeah, everyone. when they're like 20 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie starts pushing for like a little bit of recon about Kelly and Zach's past, which I think is kind of an indication here that Leslie really is into Zach at this point. And Kelly's talking about, oh, well, he was, she says something like, he was my first kiss, you know, my first real kiss or whatever, implying right. real kiss is somehow. F- some fake kisses before that. <laughs> it's somehow equivalent to sex or something. And that's all the further they go. But I think the normal situation would be, oh, he was my first Right. Or something. My first reel. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I do think it's weird, though, that Kelly's lived here for about 15 minutes, and she already has a full basket of laundry, which she then takes out to go wash. Well, she's got to try on a lot of outfits. She's into fashion. Leslie, in response to hearing about Zach's scheme, she changes her schedule. We cut to Zach, surrounded by Asians in advanced mandarin chinese 503 and this joke feels pretty racist especially if the implication is that only chinese people would be taking this class which i think in reality they would be the least likely to take this class that's probably true i feel like 
many people would be the least likely to take this class. And then we see Zach, he comes up to Leslie and he does this Asian voice and takes a bow. Yeah, that's a little nuts. It's like, whoa. (laughs) That's not going to be flying in 2018, but he asked her to go to... check your privilege, Zach. (laughs) (laughs) So he asks Leslie to go to this REM concert and then... Kelly shows up after Leslie leaves, and she's like, I thought I was going to have to eat alone again. They're making Kelly seem like... Oh, this is nuts. I know. Once again... (laughs) She would be a loser. The one thing that we bring up every episode, somehow, in the history of film, television, whatever, it's this constant idea that hot chicks are just being ignored. We're just supposed to believe that... Oh, we feel so sad for Kelly. Literally the prettiest human being of all time. Yeah, and she's sitting at a lunch table by herself. I'm sure they'd be like... Eight dudes over there in a second. <laughs> yeah, in fact, it would actually get pretty dark and weird if she was sitting by herself because she would be just harassed. Right. <laughs> Maybe that's what she meant. Like, I don't want to be alone because it gets really uncomfortable. Yeah. All these dudes just come up to me. A cafeteria full of cat calling. <laughs> Fucking Bob Golick just won't shut up. Picking me up. Yeah. Copping feels. The rest of this episode kind of stinks. So Zach and Kelly then spend some time together and kind of reunite, I guess. Well, yeah. And there's definitely a part in this episode where she's putting the press on it, Zach. It, yeah, it comes right. out of this moment. He's already asked Leslie to go to the REM concert, but then they start spending this time together, really catching up for the first time. And it's like, yeah, no shit, Zach. This is the hottest girl ever, your first love. And it's like, what also, take note of your situation right now, Zach, because it'll never be this good again. I mean, just two hot chicks being into you at the same time. One of them's Kelly Kapowski. Yeah, but, I mean, you you, you don't actually even need the other girl. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, she could be a body in the trunk at this point. <laughs> just get her out of the way. Right. Yeah. Kelly's back in town, baby. <laughs> Woo! This girl that he's hung out with for like a half a day, he needs to kill her to get her out of the way. <laughs> this is like the start of the ID channel <laughs> thing or whatever. <laughs> So it leads to Zach and Kelly kissing, and now he doesn't know what to do. I guess it's the day before the concert or something. We get this like weird late-night shenanigans then going on where he tells Kelly that he's going to... Or he first he goes and he wakes up Slater and Screech. Yes. And he's like, I don't know what to do, guys. And they're just like, shut up. And, yeah. You know. Seriously. It's like, dude, it's... The third day of school, maybe. Yeah, it's like, well, and like they both live five feet from here. Why don't we just give it some time and it, see how it plays out? Let it breathe a little bit. <laughs> then he goes and he brings Leslie over, and he's going to break it off with her to get back with Kelly. Well, he's like, guys, you have to get out of here, too. You so need to makes, go sleep in the, the main room there, the living room or whatever. Basically, I don't know if we laid this out. There's the guy's side, a common room in the middle, and then the girl's side. Yeah. So he makes Slater and Screech go into the common room. He has Leslie in the guy's room. Then he's going to go break it off with Kelly. So he makes Alex leave the girl's room. Alex joins Slater and Screech in the common room. Yeah, seriously. And he can't break it off with either of them. Well, that's the thing. He just keeps walking in. Now, I will say, I can relate to this a little bit. Always (laughs) a hard time for me to, you know, be the breaker upper. Leslie wearing a nightgown that you compared to that of something that they were wearing in the Beguiled. Yeah, or like <laughs> Very the, the Patriot or something. <laughs> Civil War era yeah. nightgown from Leslie. 
<laughs> I think Kelly's pajamas were like a little childish, but it seems like th- there was something cute, intentional though. going on there with the director or the writers of the show with Kelly. I don't know. There's something you weird mean with creepy. Or yeah, what? that's a, right, exactly. I mean, the whole thing where it's like, yeah, she has to be like really into stuffed animals and wear like little kid pajamas. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just it's like saying. Natalie Portman and V for Vendetta. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what was going on with the people who were in Hollywood at this time. <laughs> at this time. Right. All times. Exactly. We're finding it all out now. Basically, he can't make a decision. The girls eventually kind of catch on and get tired of this bullshit. So he can't make up his mind. So Kelly and Leslie basically are like, fuck off. And they take the tickets and decide to go to the concert without him. Yeah, they dress up real nice. Kelly looking straight out of the craft. Yeah, I mean. A giant cross necklace. It's pretty. (laughs) Yeah. Kelly's concert outfit is pretty great. Leslie's is kind of like something that Hillary Clinton would wear. Right, yeah. She kind of looks like a mom. She's wearing like a pants Rock show, yeah. So they go, and Zach is just kind of like, yeah, all right. He doesn't seem to really care at all, even well, though he spent the money like, on the tickets. Well, and this is, again, where it's just like that whole Zach is just such a hound. Because this all kind of just ends with them leaving, and then Alex coming in and being like, hey, I was about to go to dinner. Do you want to go? And, you know, ears perk up, yeah, basically. He looks to the camera. Right. Okay. Yeah, like, let's go. <laughs> I'm going to smash this redhead real yeah, quick. Yeah, so it's like, again, you know, we're like the third day, and I'm just going to completely make this a weird living situation for everybody by banging Alex and then, you know, continuing to try with uh, Leslie and Kelly. And what can be said about the uh, closing scene, like, over the credits? This is pretty wild and pretty unexpected, I would say. I definitely don't think this would have been flying on the Saturday morning version of this show. So from just the few episodes that I've checked out of the college years over the last couple of weeks, which is really just three, this one, the pilot, and another one, it seems that oftentimes for the closing credits part, they'll put bloopers, they'll put weird stuff, goofy, goofing around moments or whatever. Stuff that didn't make the final cut. Yeah, maybe stuff that you would even say isn't canon. Right. <laughs> like, it, do- it it doesn't count. Yeah. For, even, like, there was one where they showed Screech hanging outside of a window, and you could see the camera crew okay. and, like, the people laughing. And right. it was just, like, a goof or whatever. Different things like that. But, so, Zach is snuck into one of the girls' rooms and well, has... Not, yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of sneaking that needs to go on, just... You know. He just goes into it. Right. And Screech is the lookout, and he's digging around in one of their underwear drawers yeah kind of nuts and it's hard to figure out which one i think it it's was. supposed to be leslie that's what i was thinking too but he's de- and he takes a bra out right and is shoving it in his pocket <laughs> it's a really strange thing to have on this show and it is it's supposed to be like played for laughs i guess like it is it's meant to be a goof like not real i guess but like, they're still showing it right to people I, that's so what i mean i guess it's just like one of those things like Okay, this is what Zach would really be doing. <laughs> if this was real. Right. Okay, so 2018 view of this aside, I mean, obviously we know this kind of stuff would really be frowned upon now. Forget about that for a minute. And let's go to the idea that this is just in the same vein as Revenge of the Nerds or okay. Animal House or something like that. It's still very strange because this is a Y7 show that they don't really ever reference having sex with each other or anything like that. Right. I don't get why they would include this. This is more egregious than the wet t-shirt contest. It does seem insane that they would have this in there. It just makes you think about a lot of stuff. Well, it makes you think, why wouldn't you just then make the... 
you could make an announcement and be like, hey, it's almost like this show is not really for kids and we're going to, you know, maybe kids could watch it, but it's going to be a little edgy. We don't talk about anything sexual, but we're going to put this idea out there that Zach is like a deviant rummaging through their underwear drawer and stealing it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't even hand, know what you do with a bra. I but think maybe just like a, a collector's thing. He something. wears the bra, maybe. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> That I would mean, be Zach great. He's a weirdo. In the credits of the next episode, they have like Leslie. He's like trying it on in the mirror. Yeah, Leslie just opens the door to the boys' room and he's just nude. Cue Lazarus playing. Yeah, he's got doing his the dick talk. between his yeah. legs. <laughs> Putting lipstick on. <laughs> uh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have saw the Silence of the Lambs parody coming and say by the bell right. of the college years? <laughs> <laughs> just an absurd show, although I'm happy that. Zach and Kelly end up together eventually, and that they did a wedding episode. Yeah, I didn't. Nice to have closure. Yeah, I didn't really realize that like this whole series ends with them like. Do I think they get Lisa married on the show. Yeah, Lisa does come back. Lisa shows up for the last two episodes of this to transition into the wedding. Okay, which was cons- it feels like when we watch the wedding movie, it feels like time has passed between what we see on this. To the wedding, but yeah, I think it's supposed to be the summer, though. Okay, between I don't know how much time is supposed to have passed. Who knows? Well, time means nothing in right. the Bell world. Yeah. Who knows? True, because as we mentioned, Leslie didn't make the jump over to the TV movie. No, no, she turned that paycheck right down. Right, I think that's all we have to say about that. We just wanted to do a fun little episode here before we took a little tiny break, probably. I will say one one more thing. Okay, we got one more thing. The, it's so weird with that movie because it's like the jokes are always so bad in this show, but you need that canned studio laughter just oh, to that sort movie of fill in the gaps. So without rough. that, it is, yeah, it's just really tough. Okay, I had to yeah, get that, that out there. Yeah, that movie sucks. Right. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Do your thing. At least Gilbert Gottfried appeared in it. True. Oof. <laughs> Well, as I was saying, we might take a little break. I don't think anything's confirmed. And when I say little break, I mean probably just a week or so off. Not anything Not like crazy. a hiatus. Yeah. Obviously, schedules are getting a little busy here in the height of summer. So just in case there's a little bit of time before the next one, you know, just be prepared. Other than that, just continue to support the show on Twitter, at Pod, and on iTunes. And give us a review on there if you have oh, some yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Come on. Send me a text. It's been a while. <laughs> We'd love to know that people were still listening. Right. And not just downloading it. Uh, <laughs> Although just downloading it is fine, too. Yeah, well, sometimes people get busy. Right. Whatever. Yeah. So that'll do it, and we'll see you next time.
he was in a movie called <laughs> Little Birds, which is starring one of my favorite actresses, June's Temps, Juno uh, Temple. Love Juno Temple. I care about no one more than I care about Juno Temple. Like Juno get- Temple could play you in a movie version of your life. Are you fucking retarded? Because that's what I do. This is I write everything I do is for Juno Temple. Yeah, like I she do is you. everything for Juno Temple. Thank you for saying that. 